Hi, I'm Josh Escobedo with Weintraub Tobin. Hi, I'm Scott Hervey with Weintraub Tobin. Welcome to another edition of The Briefing by the IP Loblaw. So today we're going to be talking about a case, Mango versus BuzzFeed. It was a recent case decided by the Second Circuit. Uh, it's not the most interesting of cases, but it does present novel issues, and that's why we're talking about it. Josh, you want to roll us through the facts of the case? Absolutely, Scott. So the plaintiff in the Mango versus BuzzFeed case, Mango, was a professional photographer. Uh, Mango took a photograph of a plaintiff in a prominent piece of litigation in New York, which was subsequently covered in an article by the New York Post. The New York Post reached out to Mango and obtained a license and properly attributed credit to Mango in their article. A couple of months later, BuzzFeed decided to run an article on the same topic, only when BuzzFeed published their article, they stripped the photograph of any attribution and there was no mention of Mango in their article. Scott, could you walk us through the legal issues? Yeah, so Mango promptly filed a lawsuit against BuzzFeed and pled two counts. One was a count of copyright infringement and the other was a count of violation of section 1202B of the DMCA. And that section um, addresses the removal or alteration of copyright management information or CMI. So CMI, what's that? You were probably asking yourself and rightly so you should be. Um, the term copyright management information, uh, it includes the following. The title or other information identifying the work, the name of the author of the work or the name of the copyright owner of the work. So obviously when you think about the credit Mango got in the New York Post, it probably says photographed by Mang, whatever his first name was, you know, Mr. Mango, uh, you know, that satisfies or qualifies as CMI. And um, the section 1202, so what it does is it creates on, it, it makes unlawful the removal of uh, or alteration of copyright management information and the distribution of any work that has altered or removed CMI where such action, either with, you know, either knowing or with constructive knowledge, uh, that such action will induce, enable, facilitate, or conceal an infringement of any right under this title. And it's title 17, so it's, it includes a copyright infringement. So, so Scott, in short, yeah. that means we have one count that is expressly uh, seeking a remedy for the violation of the copyright. And then the next count, which is under the DMCA, is for the ancillary conduct of stripping the attribution, which is essentially a prophylactic measure to, to protect people's copyrights. Is, do I understand that correctly? Yeah, I mean, that's the whole purpose. The DMCA was enacted uh, in uh, 1998 really to, to address uh, concerns about online infringement and make unlawful ancillary acts or acts that tended to be ancillary to online copyright infringement. And you know, one of them was the circumvention of measures that control access to copyrighted works. And another one happens to be this, the removal of copyright or alteration of copyright management information. So this is an interesting um, section 1202B is an interesting section because it has this double Sienta requirement, right? Actual knowledge that the CMI was altered or removed. And then two, 
Uh, constructive knowledge that such removal or alteration may induce, enable, facilitate, or conceal an act of infringement. And on appeal, the Second Circuit had the opportunity to address the novel issue of whether this act of infringement uh, was limited to a third party claim or otherwise. Uh, BuzzFeed's position on appeal uh, was that it, it had to be a third party later infringement and, and, and not their own. And the Second Circuit said that the you know, plain reading of the statute didn't support BuzzFeed's position. And infringement is not limited by actor or by time. While future copyright infringement by a third party may constitute an infringement, the Second Circuit, the Second Circuit held that nothing in the statutory language limits it to such later infringement. BuzzFeed's infringement was an infringement under uh, 1202B. Its awareness that it was distributing copyrighted material without proper attribution potentially concealed its own infringing conduct, thereby satisfying the DMCA's second or double scienter requirement. So you might be asking yourself, like, what's the point of all of this? Well, the point of all of this is that Mango got additional recovery. Mango was entitled to statutory damages under the Copyright Act for BuzzFeed's infringement. And Mango was also entitled to statutory damages under the DMCA. And on top of it all, Mango got an award of attorney's fees. So it was a pretty lousy day for BuzzFeed. Uh, and it's a message, I think, for online and online publishers or you know, people that whose works end up being online. And I'm thinking of um, you know, television production companies whose television shows might end up being distributed online as well. If you're going to infringe a photographer's photograph, make sure to give him proper attribution. I'm Scott Hervey. And I'm Josh Escovito. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast. And if you're interested in more content like this, Please uh, check out our YouTube channel and see our blog at the IPLawBlog.com.